Baba Kama Daf Zain. The last thing we were discussing was our Mishnah said that the person who damaged has to pay from the top property. And we explained that there was a machloket between Rabbi Shemael and Rabbi Akiva that according to Rabbi Shemael, we go by the person who has been damaged. And according to Rabbi Akiva, it's just coming to say that make sure it's even. That if you're going to come and pay from land, then it should be something normal. It shouldn't be garbage land. And we explained Rabbi Shemael, and then we brought Rabbi Akiva, who said that there was a kal v'chomer lehekdesh. The same way over here, the person who has been damaged gets the best land, kal v'chomer lehekdesh. And we're trying to figure out what's the kal v'chomer lehekdesh. See, there's a, there's a big difference by hekdesh. If if uh, someone's personal uh, possession damaged hekdesh, he doesn't have to pay. It says, not and the Gemara got stuck trying to understand what this Kalva Homer was. And with that, we're going to start Zayin Amud Aleph, four lines in, towards the end, where uh, the second to last word, where it says Le'olam. So what Rabbi Akiva was really talking about was Le'olam. The case is, Let's go back to the beginning. We're talking about a situation where someone's personal possession, someone's personal bull, attacks a bull of Hekdesh. Now you brought up a good question. The pasuk says your friend's bull. Only if your bull damages your friend's bull, but not of Kadosh Baruch Hu, not Hekdesh. You could always explain that. Rabbi Akiva savala ki Rabbi Shimon ben Menasya detanya. Rabbi Shimon ben Menasya omer shor shel Hekdesh and agach shor shel Ediot patur. Rabbi Shimon ben Menasya held that if a bull of Ekdesh gores a person's personal bull, whether it's Tam Mu'ad, it's Patur. And the idea is because it says, So you have the word Shor Ish, that's only if it belongs to you, not of, of Ekdesh. However, if someone's personal bull damages uh, the bull of Ekdesh, Ben Tam Ben Mu'ad, Meshalem, Nizek Shalem, he has to pay in full. And that's where Rabbi Akiva steps in and says that you would have to pay from the best property. Now, what comes out of it is that Rabbi Shemal and Rabbi Akiva are really arguing on two things. Number one, and who do we go by? Do we do we assess the damage? Do we take out payment based on the best land of the damager or the person that has been damaged? And number two, they're also arguing in regards to a bull of idiot, a regular bull that gored and damaged something of a kadesh, are they hayava patur? So now the Gemara has a question. If you want to say that Rabbi Akiva could only be according to Rabbi Shimon ben Menasya, who said, that one is liable if his uh, his ox gored a hikdish ox, then you have to say Rabbi Shmael says one is exempt if his bull gored a hikdish ox. So the problem is, if that's the case, Rabbi Shmael, Rabbi Akiva, who said their machloket is in regards to the the best land of the person damaged or the lowest land of the of the damager? Maybe according to both of them, they both hold that we go by the person who was damaged. Maybe their machloket between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Akiva is in regards to what Rabbi Shimon and Rabbanan argue in regards to shore, a regular shore goring a shore of Ekdesh. That Rabbi Akiva Savar ke Rabbi Shimon ben Menasya that you're liable you have to pay the hekdesh. Rabbi Shmuel Savar ke Rabbanan that you're patur. The Gemara says you can't say that because in Ken 
If Rabbi Akiva does not argue on Rabbi Shemayel in regards to Metav Sadeh, the best land, then my Rabbi Akiva argued on Rabbi Shemayel all the way in the beginning of the Sugiyah. We brought Tanura Banan. Rabbi Shemayel said something. Then Rabbi Akiva said, No, the Pasuk only came for... It sounds like he's arguing on Rabbi Shemayel on the Perush of Metav Sadeh. It sounds like he's telling Rabbi Shemayel, no, you got the explanation of the Pasuk of do we go by the damage or the damage? Do we go by which land do we go by? It sounds like you got it wrong. It only means as follows. It's, so it sounds like they're arguing. You can't say that they're not arguing. They're obviously arguing. Number two, if Rabbi Akiva held like Rabbi Shemayel in regards to us assessing based on the, the person who was damaged, then what's he telling us? If Rabbi Akiva goes according to Rabbi Shimon where you're obligated by Hekdesh, then obviously he's not being lenient when it comes to the Metav Sadeu, about the level of land that you give him back. Then here's a third question. Rav Ashe said, it says so in the Braita that Metav Sadeo Metav Karmo Yishalem. What does those words mean? Metav Sadeo Shel Nizak, Metav Karmo Shel Nizak, Diver Bishmael. That according to Bishmael, we go by the best land and vineyard of the present damage. And Rabbi Akiva Omer, Metav Sadeo Shel Mazik, Metav Karmo Shel Mazik. That Rabbi Akiva says, no, we're going by the person who damaged. So here you have it that they actually argued on whose land do we go by. And you can't say that Rabbi Akiba and Rabbi Shmuel only uh, argued in regards to uh, uh, the, uh, the regular bull goring uh, Hekdesh bull. Rather, their mahlokit is also in regards to uh, whose land do we assess by. Next, Rami le Abaye de Rabbah. Abaye brought up a question to Rabbah. Ketiv, it says in regards... To someone paying, if in case the animal damage, it says mitav sadeu mitav He has to pay best land, best vineyard. Mitav, in it sounds like the best. but anything else he can't pay. but the problem is, it says yashiv. It says kesef yashiv lebalav. He has to give back money. There are bought shave kesef. It sounds like even when you're paying back something that's equal to money. Even bran, which is the shell of uh, the crop, meaning it's nothing. It's like the garbage of the crop. And still, even though it's inferior quality, it still counts as paying back. So the Gemara explains, Depends. If the guy wants to pay nicely, he could even pay bran, and it will count. But the second pasuk, when we're saying the best part, that's, you know, if he didn't want to pay and we're forcing him to pay, then we're going to take out from the best land. Now, the Shitame Kubetz doesn't understand Rashi because most people don't know when to pay unless they come to Betin and Betin tells them to pay. And so it's automatically by force. So what are you talking about? So that's why the Gilyon in the Shitame Kubetz explains that even if the person who damaged doesn't want to pay unless Betin is forcing, he could still pay Bren. But if after they told him you have to pay, he's giving them uh, problems, and Betin has to come and force it out of him, then they could take out from the best land. And Amar if you pay attention to the Pasuk, it makes sense like that, because it says Yeshalem. What does Yeshalem mean? Be'al Korhod, we're forcing him. Gemara says, no. Amar Abaye, Abaye tells Ula, no. Miketiv Yeshulam, does it say it has to be paid? Yeshalem ketiv, meaning midato mashmat. Sounds like he's paying on his own. So Ela Amar Abaye, rather Abaye, 
he explains the contradiction between the two psukim. One pasuk sounds like only the best land, and the other pasuk sounds like you could give anything. So Abaye explained Kedemor, like Rabbah, with the head, that was Abaye's rabbi, the way he explained the Braita coming up. And this Braita was in regards to who's allowed to take Leket, Shekha, Pe'ah, all these things that we give poor people. Now you have to be poor. What's considered poor? If a person doesn't have enough money to live for the year, how much money do you need for the year? Hachamim Meshayer, 200 zoos. Now, if he has uh, other assets, if he has houses, fields, okay, sell them. You're not considered poor. But if he doesn't have that, then he could uh, then he could take from the Lekech Khan Pe'ah. And over there, we have a Brayta Adetania, Haresha Hayulo Batim Sadot Ukhramim. If a person had houses, fields, vineyards, and they're worth uh, 200 zoos, Venom Motselam Ukhram, but he can't sell them. Then then you're allowed to give him Maser Ani Ad until half of the 200 zoos. Meaning he's allowed to eat 100 zoos worth of uh, whatever poor people are supposed to eat. Meaning sell whatever you own. If you get 100 zoos, get 100 zoos. The other 100 zoos will cover with the, with the whatever the Aniyim. And Rabbah asked the question, What's the reason he can't uh, sell them for the regular price. If everyone's uh, real estate went down in price and his also went down, then then you should give him more than 100 zoos worth of, uh, of, of food. Because everyone's land went down in price. So the guy is poor. Give it to him. Ela, what are we talking about? The okir arata de cholalma. Everyone's land went up in price. Vedide aide de ail venafik azuze zalarai. But in his situation, because he needed the money badly, because he needs money to live, so he's been trying to sell land. So people realized, oh, this guy will sell for anything. So his uh, his property went down in price. So technically, his lands are worth more than 200 zoos, but no one's going to buy it for that price. So since it's technically worth 200 zoos, maybe maybe even even if it's less than 100, they still shouldn't give him any of the gifts we give the poor people. No, we're talking about something totally different. The Biomen Nisan... We're talking about a situation where in the spring land goes up in price because you could uh, plow the entire summer, you could prepare it for the planting season and in Tishri it goes down in price because you don't have enough time to prepare the land for the planting season. And everyone waits usually till springtime to sell their land. And this person, since he needs the money, he's selling like whatever it's worth now in Tishri. Now in Tishri, it's only worth a hundred zoos, but we're not going to say he's poor in regards to he gets to get matnot anim. Meaning you won't be able to get a lekech hapeah worth a thousand zoos. If you borrowed some money and you waited till uh, Nisan, then you will have enough money to be able to live the year. You'll have your 200 zoos. So he's technically in the middle of the road. We're going to consider him an Ani in regards to the money he needs, that 100 zoos. And we're considering him an Ashir in a sense where you can't get as much food as you want.
And Hachamim, you know, they assess that Ad Palga or Chelemizel usually uh, lands go down up to 50%. Tefe, Lav or Chelemizel, but usually land doesn't go more than 50% down. So in regards to the other 50%, he's considered poor. Okay, let him eat from the poor people food. N- another point that's brought up by the Hazon Ish and other Haronim is in general, we go by whatever the land was sold at right now. We don't say, oh, what will it be worth in in six months from now? We go by what it is right now. But over here, it's a little bit different because the time to sell land is usually in Nissan. So when you're selling it over here, it's only out of desperation. And that's why we could take that into account. So we'll say, yes, this is the real price, the Nissan price. But since you're selling it now, okay, uh, that's your problem, but not totally your problem. So we're going to help you, but not fully. So we're going to give you some uh, food, 100 zoos worth of food, but not, we're not going to give you free reigns. So that's what Rabbah explained in regards to Matnot uh, Aniim. So based on that, Abaye wants to use the same logic in regards to the contradiction between the Psukim. On one hand, we see you could pay anything. On the other one, you have to pay from the best. You could say the same thing like Rabbah said in regards to damages. So we could explain. They were talking about where the damager damaged his friend in Tishri when the land is worth a hundred, and he the damaged wants to come and get his land from the best land. So dine beidit his din he has to pay him whatever it's worth in Tishri. But if the one who was damaged says, I don't want to get that land, rather give me a land worth a little bit less, meaning give me from a little bit inferior quality, but I want a bigger piece. The damager can say, Listen, if you're taking from uh, from my land the way you're supposed to according to the deen, then take whatever it's worth now, and if not, then you're going to have to take whatever it's worth in Nisan, not what it's worth in Tishri. So that's the point. The, the, the words Yashib is coming to tell us that if the one who was damaged wants to get inferior land but a bigger piece, then the one the damager could say, okay, then I'm going to give you uh, whatever it's worth in Nisan. So now, Matkifla Rava Habayakov. Rava Habayakov has a big question. Imken, if you tell me that if the one who has been damaged wants a lesser quality land and he wants a bigger piece, that the, the damager could push him off to Nisan, he could tell him, okay, you're going to get based on that price. Then, you just weakened the power of payment when it comes to damages in regards to uh, inferior, like lower quality lands. Meaning, Hashem said that he got uh, that the one who's been damaged gets from the best of the land. And you're saying that if he pushes him to the the benonit or the ziburit, uh, the middle level or the lower level lands, then namilo he, he he won't even get that what it's worth now in Tishri. He has to wait to what it's worth in uh, in Nisan. Meaning, the problem is, let's say the damage is uh, fifty, right? It's fifty zoos. Uh, right now, 50 of this field is, let's say, half the field. But in Nisan, it's going to be a quarter of the field. So, Ela, Amara, Vahabra, Yaakov, Iika, Lidamuye. 
if we're already comparing what Rabba says in regards to uh, the matnot aniim, the lekech shechan pe'ah, that's rugiya, then lebal chov medamina lewe, then we're going to compare it to paying a creditor. Baal chov dine bebenonit, a creditor, he gave money, the person has to pay him back money, or a person owes someone money, he gets from the medium lend. And if a person comes and says, okay, I want uh, from the medium land and it's Tishri, then okay, yeah, they give him whatever it's worth now. Now, if, he, if the creditor comes and says, okay, give me from the the lower land, but I want a bigger piece, then he can tell him, if you want to take, take like right now, take from the Benonit. And if not, rather you want to get from the inferior, the lower quality land, then then take like the upcoming price, meaning the price in Nisan. So now, Ravaha, the son of Ravika, asks on Ravaha by Yaakov, Imken, if that's the case, then you just locked the door in, in front of people who are borrowing and lending out money. Meaning if a person knows that he can't uh, get a good deal, then he's not going to lend anyone money. Because the lender is going to say, If I had the money that I lent out to you, I would buy it for whatever the price is right now. Now the money is by you. I'm going to get what the price is in Nisan. I'm going to lose out. So you know what? I'm not going to lend out money. So it's a, and that's a big problem. We can't uh, we can't set up something that will end up biting us later. If we rabbis allow the borrower to push the lender off and tell him you're going to get to buy the prices in Nisan then we're basically setting up all borrowers for failure because no one's going to want to lend them out money. So already going to compare what uh, Rabba said in regards to matnot and we're going to compare it to the ketuba of a woman. The din is when a woman gets her ketubah money, we'll get it, we'll pull it out of the lower level land because a woman would settle to get married for anything and therefore we don't have to worry she won't get married and therefore we'll give her the ziburit, the lower level end. Okay. If she tells uh, her ex-husband, okay, give me a, a better quality land but a smaller piece, Amala, the husband can tell her, listen, if you're going to get the way the rabbi said, take now uh, whatever the price is now in Tishrig and get out of my face from the Ziburit. And if you want to wait, if you want uh, the better quality land, then get whatever the price is in Nisan. So that's what we're comparing it to. Okay, Mikol Makom Kashya. So now we're going to go back to the original question. On one end it says Yashiv, which means anything, even Bran, Subin, and then it says Metav, only the better land. So which one is it? So Bottom line is, whatever you're giving him, you should give him the best of whatever you're giving him. It says from the best of his field. So then why, how can you say from anything? So came from the Yeshiva of Rav, Pershua, they explained the, the contradiction between the Psukim. Call me le metavhu. 
anything that moves, anything, any movable object is considered metaf the best. Because if you're not going to sell it here, you'll sell it somewhere else. So really, any movable object is considered metaf the best. Except for real estate. Because it doesn't move and you can't move it to somewhere else and sell it for a better price. And that's why you have to give them from the best quality land. So this is why people will jump on it. Meaning the person who has been damaged is going to get that land, he's going to sell it, people will buy right away and he'll be able to get that money that he, that he deserves. And the way to explain the psukim is as follows. When the damager pays with the land, he has to give the best land. But when he's paying with the movable objects, then he could give even bran because you could take that bran to a place where the, uh, where bran costs more money and sell it over there. So now, So Rav Shmuel asked a question from Rabbi Abba, When they assess the land that the damager has to pay, what do they base it on? Do they go based on his land? Meaning, if he has a high-level land and a very low-level land, and he would have to pay even the high-level land, even though his low-level land is better than the, the average person's land. Or they go by the, the the average person, and therefore if this person's land, if the damager's lands are worth more, then he would only have to pay a low-level land, because according to everyone else, that's a high level. So, according to Bishmael, you don't have the question, we always go by the person being damaged. So, the, the question doesn't even start. The question is really He says we measure based on the person who damaged. My, what's the halacha? When the pasuk says the best land, is it Is it coming to exclude the person being damaged? Meaning we don't go by the person who is damaged land. Rather, we go by the person who damages. And based on this, we, if the if the damager has a low level land, but to everyone that's considered high level, he would be able to give that. Or maybe it's coming to exclude everybody else. Meaning we go by the damager and the damager only, and not based on what everyone else would consider it. So Amar Leir Biabato Old Rav Shmuel Barabar Hamana Amar Metav Sadeo Vat Amat Bishil Olam Hinchamin. The Torah said Metav Sadeo, the best of the damager's land, meaning only his land. You're you're coming to bring other people into this. Obviously, it means we go by the person who damaged. So the Gemara says, okay, fine. If that's what you're saying, then I have a problem because we have a Brayta in regards to a person who owes three people money. He owes. His wife, her Ketubah, remember Ketubah goes from the lower level land. He owes someone money, uh, a creditor that he gets from the middle land. And he owes someone for damaging his property. And uh, that's from the high level land. So let's say he only has a high level land. Well, Kulam, all three of them, they get from the high level land. Benonit, if he only has a middle land. Kulam govim benonit, everyone gets from the middle. Ziburit, if he only has a lower level land. Kulam govim ziburit, everyone gets from the lower level land. Hayulo aiditu benonit ve ziburit, if he had all three, then nezakin, the people who were damaged, they get from the aidit to high level. Baal ho be benonit, the creditor gets paid from the medium land. Uchtubat isha ve ziburit, and a woman gets her ktuba money from the lower level land. 
idit u benonit. If you only had a high level land and a medium land, nezakim gumbi idit ba'al chovuk tubat isha benonit. Then the, the one who was damaged gets from the high level land. The one who, the who, the creditor and the woman gets from the uh, from the medium land. If you had a benonit veziburit, a medium and lower level, nezakin u ba'al chov benonit. The, the people who were damaged and the creditor get from the medium. Uchtubat isha veziburit, and the woman gets from the low level. Aidit veziburit. If he had a high level and low level, nezakin baidit. The people were damaged from the top. Ubal chovuktubat isha veziburit, and the creditor and the woman they get from the low level. Now here's the question. Katanemi hat mitzia. Now the mid the in the middle of that brayta we said benonit veziburit. If he had a medium land. And a lower level land, the people who are damaged and the creditors they get from the middle land, and the woman gets her from the lower level land. Now, if you want to say like Rabbi Abba that we go by based on his land because Metav Sadehu. Why is it when there's a benonit and a ziborit, the medium level and a low level, why is it that the creditor gets from the medium one? Meaning, the medium level should be on a, should be now considered the higher level. It should be his idit. And instead of the creditor getting from the medium land, he should get from the low level land. Meaning, if we're going by the, the by the person who damaged, then we should then his benonit is not really benonit. It's his idit, and the creditor should not be able to get from it. And we'll stop with this question, and we'll continue tomorrow. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.